Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 87. Minimalism, Doritos, and Heidi Klum by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Living Daily, the podcast that brings you the best in personal development and productivity every day of the week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Justin Mollick. Hello and welcome to Optimal Living Daily, also known as Old or the Old Podcast at oldpodcast.com. This is Justin Mollick, and I'm back today for Minimalist Monday with a post by Colin Wright. Feels like I haven't read from his blog, Exile Lifestyle, in a while with all these new authors on the show. But really quick, I want to mention that you can join my free weekly mailing list to show your support for this podcast. I don't have any methods of making money with this podcast except for some very generous patrons of the show who have contributed. You know who you are. So you too can become a patron or just show your support by joining the weekly newsletter by visiting oldpodcast.com where you can join the mailing list really quickly by texting the word OPTIMAL to 44222. And keeping with the theme of Minimalist Monday, I'm going to keep this intro minimalist. So let's hear what Colin has to say and start optimizing your life. Minimalism, Doritos, and Heidi Klum by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. One of the most overlooked and understated benefits of minimalism is the sense of clarity and ability to focus that is granted to its practitioners. I'm fortunate in that I absolutely love what I do, but because of this, I also spend a whole lot of time doing it, like a lot of time. When I was running my branding studio out in LA, I was clocking in well over 100 hours per week, and that was just the time I considered work. There were many aspects of my job that I enjoyed so much I didn't even think to charge for them. And honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. If you enjoy something, there's no reason you shouldn't do it just because the cultural standard says that work is bad and doing nothing is good. That's not how I roll, so the cultural standard can suck it. I did have one big problem with this situation though, and it was significant enough to push me toward becoming a minimalist and changing the way I do business. I hesitate to write it because it's a problem so terrible I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. But here goes. I wasn't able to keep up with Project Runway. Hell, I didn't even know who was kicked off three episodes prior. It was a serious issue. I'm not a TV person. I haven't owned a quote stupid box for about six years. And in that time, I haven't missed it one bit. I do, however, try to keep up with pop culture and what's going on in the entertainment slash marketing slash pop culture world. And to do this, I need to be up on what people are paying attention to. In order to achieve this, I make it a point to always be watching one TV show. I'll go online and find old seasons and episodes and slowly whittle my way through the stack. It's amazing how many popular culture references I was making with no idea where they came from. I was learning. Along the way, there were a few shows that jumped out at me and hung on, and Project Runway was one such show. It has been a consistent source of entertainment since I started keeping up with it a few years ago, and after a productive day of drawing pretty pictures, coffee meetings, and reading for a few hours, I'd grab a bag of Doritos and plop myself down in front of my computer, eagerly anticipating the bold style decisions that would soon bedazzle me. At some point along the way, though, I got lost on my path to faux fashionista fulfillment. 
The shows weren't able to hold my attention. The Doritos didn't taste so cheesy. Something was up. After a bit of deep thought and anxious glances at my untouched bag of tortilla goodness, I realized that the problem wasn't with the show or the snack, it was with me. I was distracted. So distracted, in fact, that it was starting to affect my sleep, my relationships, and my stress levels. I was becoming more and more successful, but along with the success came an ever-increasing level of tension that I couldn't shake. There was always some little concern nagging at me from the back of my mind, and I wasn't able to relax or focus. Something had to be done. My minimalist solution. I stumbled across minimalism accidentally. There was a striped polo shirt in my dresser that had been sitting there for months, unworn. Every once in a while, I'd put it on in the morning, fully intending to wear it for the day, but before I would finish breakfast, I'd have my fill of old stripey and I'd head upstairs to change. I don't know if it was the fact that it was too short or the fact that it's hard to pull off horizontal stripes even on a good day, but something about that shirt on me didn't mesh. So I did something drastic. I got rid of it. Or rather, I prepared to get rid of it. I took that striped polo and threw it on the floor next to the dresser. I immediately got an incredible sense of clarity and empowerment. Quote, that shirt is no longer my responsibility. I've washed my hands of it. May chance I could partake in even more fruitful culling of my underutilized frockery to prolong and enhance this feeling, unquote. And I did. A mere 30 minutes later, I had ransacked my wardrobe, pulling out any subpar pant or superfluous sock within range. I snagged a trash bag from the kitchen and filled it to the brim with unnecessary clothing. And then I filled another. By the time I had made it to the closet, I had filled four trash bags with clothing that I hadn't worn in a good long while. I felt amazing. I could concentrate, relax. I sat down in front of the computer, opened up a fresh bag of Doritos, and let the artificially amplified drama of reality TV wash over me like a warm, friendly tide. After this brief hiatus into TV land, I had an amazingly productive and happy day. I slept better than I had in over a year, and all the little things in the back of my mind were easily muffled until they could be sorted out and handled. It was at this point that I started to consider minimalism as a key component of my philosophy. If getting rid of excess clothing could have such a dramatic impact on my mood and the responsiveness of my brain, what would happen if I gave all of my possessions the same once over? There's only one way to find out. My minimalist business. Fast forward to now and I'm a minimalist heart and soul. I've come to realize that the very things that we buy to help us deal with problems and free up time actually add to our mental clutter and take up more time in the end, not to mention the resources they eat up. The impact that minimalism has had on my life and my business has been immense, drastically increasing the quality and quantity of my free time, while at the same time increasing the amount of money I make while substantially decreasing the number of hours I work per week. My businesses all have zero overhead and are slowly evolving into more passive forms of income. Because of the simplicity of my business structure and lifestyle, I'm able to travel the world and have amazing experiences without worrying about, say, where I parked my car, if an employee will do the work they've been assigned, or whether or not I'll be able to earn enough money to make it through the month. When you're able to really, truly focus on what you're doing, it's amazing what you can accomplish. Even if your only goal is to eat chips and watch Heidi Klum. You just listened to the post titled Minimalism, Doritos, and Heidi Klum by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids 6 to 18. Go Henry 
helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their GoHenry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus, parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless canceled. That post stood out to me because I too watch Project Runway. I can't help myself, you know. What's your guilty pleasure? You can let me know on Twitter at Old Podcasts, or if you want to get personal, you can email me. And the best way to do that is to simply reply to any of the emails I send you from my weekly newsletter, and I can guarantee I'll read it. So to join the OLD family, just text the word OPTIMAL to 44222, or visit oldpodcast.com, and you can join for free there. Plus, you'll be entered to win a book every month by The Minimalists and receive free stuff from me. And that's episode 87. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.